0: Welcome to House Party, a podcast where home and pop culture collide coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way, and I'm Rachel Stolt. Rachel, you are a notorious Reese Witherspoon <laughs> anti. I
1: thought you were gonna say hater and I was gonna say hate's a strong word. I
0: was t- I was trying to think of a word that's not hate. But- I,
1: I have I have my issues with Reese. You're yes. not a Reese head. i I'm, I'm not a I'm not a diehard. But you do
0: love another Southern Belle, uh, who's a little bit more rough around the edges. Miranda Lambert,
1: I, loves the strong word too. But yes, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like Miranda Tepid. Lambert. I, Tepid feelings, yeah, like a a strong appreciation for her. I, I um, <laughs> I've liked her music. I think she's sweet. You know, I've sort of followed her her personal. You know
0: marriage dramas yeah, and drama yeah drama so yeah,
1: yeah. i'd say i like her
0: have you seen her
1: new walmart homewares line i Cookware? saw that you put a link in our slack <laughs> conversation i had not yet clicked on it but i did see it's, in the headline yeah. that it's called wanda june wanda june
0: home <laughs> How cute. It's named after her mom and her grandma. Well,
1: I mean, that's cute. That's not like, yeah. that has meaning. It's not just like whiskey in a teacup.
0: Draper James. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't like the whiskey in a teacup thing. You think
1: it's like, I, oh, bless her I think heart. it's a little bit like put on.
0: Yeah. And this is not whiskey in a teacup. It's pretty overt. Like she has cups that say there's a good chance this isn't coffee. You know, like. <laughs> I see hot mess. <laughs> The struggle is real. Yeah. Like on, on coffee mugs and, and big like water tumblers. Um, yeah.
1: I'm going to go so far as to say and probably alienate some of our listeners that this is um, edging on tacky. It is.
0: Yeah. Well, it's kind of like it strikes me as like Dolly Parton, kind of like how Dolly's tacky, but like in a very likeable way, like Kitchy, yeah. Way, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like she, she um, she's being um I don't think she's just being ironic about it, but I think she very much knows her audience.
0: She's like leaning into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that song Redneck Woman by Gretchen Wilson, you know, I'm like I know high class broad. Yeah, I'm proud of exactly who I am. Definitely I, one, I one I of my karaoke go tos. Oh, really? Back in the day, yeah. Oh, Uh, Yeah, there's a bless your heart throw pillow. I think everybody could use a bless your heart throw pillow. Casserole dishes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Coffee mugs. You know, there's some other nice looking like rugs and throw pillows that don't have sayings on them. Um, Yeah, that's
1: true. It is diverse. There are, you know, there's the 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 kitschy stuff, but there is some other things that look like you'd find it. at I don't know. Wayfair. Home goods. Yeah, yeah. Home goods. There's a wine tumbler that says hustle
0: juice. I saw that. It's very it's very like wine mom, like on the sidelines at the
1: soccer game, like, hmm, I'm just drinking wine, you know. Hustle my hustle juice. <laughs> Never heard it called that before. I'm gonna have to start using that. I I know what I'm gonna get you for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> hustle juice tumbler. <laughs> Here we go. I would just like to note that the description on the page for this new collection is serve up some sass with cookware and more by Miranda Lambert.
0: It's sassy. They know what they're doing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think this is going to take off? Um, Like in the same way that uh, like Chip and Joe's line took off or... Like the Magnolia home stuff.
0: I could see it. Yeah. I could see... I could see people getting like really around it and, and being like, Oh my God, that's hilarious. And like buying it for gifts too, you know, for like, <laughs> you your, just said
1: you were going to do it for me. So,
0: well, yeah, I'm going to buy it for you, for your sassy friend or your sassy sister. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's who you are to me. <laughs> I'll look forward to that. Um, speaking of sassy sister, Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah segue into, um, an interview that I did with, uh, Melanie Rose, This was a really fun interview. If you haven't heard of Melanie, um, you're about to. She's an interior designer and the host of the new Netflix show, How to Build a Sex Room. Yes, it's a home renovation show about building sex rooms, intimacy rooms. And um, I got to watch the first couple episodes of the show before I interviewed her. She is a lovely British lady, but she is feisty and sassy and isn't afraid to say words that start with C <laughs> and end with K. Or talk about <laughs> butt stuff. <laughs> and yeah, it's she's very open and she's lovely and she has a great interior design sense too. She actually didn't start um just designing sex rooms. She was an interior designer for years and then the need kind of presented itself from some clients and she said, sure. And now she has a Netflix show about it. So, um, yeah, yeah. It, this was a fun one. I, I talked to her at the, um, at the Netflix open house
1: mm-hmm. event that I went to yeah. um, a couple weeks ago. I believe you told me you were kind of clocking all the times that you were going to have to bleep out something <laughs> she said. So, uh, hopefully we can, get some content in there and it won't just be one long expletive bleep. <laughs> oh yeah. No, she has a lot of knowledge beyond
0: just like telling us about, you know, the shocking things that go in these rooms. I mean, mm-hmm. she definitely has like advice for people. So, um, if you want to get entertained while also learning about this new type of home improvement, um, listen to my interview with Melanie Rose right now. We are here with Melanie Rose of the new Netflix show, How to Build a Sex Room. Melanie, thank you so much for joining us on House Party Podcast.
2: Oh, my goodness. You are very welcome. It's lovely to be here.
0: We on Realtor.com talk a lot about home improvement. And you have a specific special kind of home improvement that you specialize in. Uh, Tell us a little bit about the show and what you do for homeowners.
2: Actually, so what I do uh, as an interior design for homeowners, I actually... uh uh, do the design for uh sex rooms. Yes. Yes, sex rooms.
0: <laughs> Nothing to but be you, afraid of. You didn't start out with <clears throat> sex rooms though.
2: No I didn't. I was a, the it sounds awful to say an average interior designer, but interior designer was, you know, what I is what I was mm-hmm. for, you know, fifteen years or so. And that was great, kitchens, bathrooms, anything that needed remodeling, pulling homes down, putting them back up. And then I was approached by a client of mine who actually said, you know, have you ever designed a sex room before? I will add that my client and I, you know, I'd been with them about four or five years, so they were very comfortable there talking to There was a
0: relationship there. there. was a
2: great relationship, mm-hmm. great trust there. And I was like, God, I hadn't, no, I hadn't thought about a sex room, are you kidding me?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, so I went home and I thought, you know, I'll just, before, committing, I thought, I'll just research this and Google. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't find uh, anybody that was actually a designated uh, sex room designer, Mm -hmm. excuse me. And so what I did was, uh, I just looked at sex rooms in general, and they were all dungeons and dirty. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my god, that's why people can't they can't get that image out of their the mind? Concept the, the concept is, of
0: yeah, very off putting to some off-putting. people. It's off putting, it's like,
2: oh, it's got to do with kink, it's got to do with BDSM, mm-hmm. it's so dirty, it's disgusting. And I was like, no, it doesn't have to be dirty and disgusting. Mm-hmm. It can be really beautiful, it can be luxurious, it can be high end. So that's how I sort of like fell into that. Mm-hmm. And then from that, it was word of mouth. So, and all the clients that I had that I did these rooms for are all NDAs. Um because oh, interesting. Because very high profile. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people judge all the time. So it's not as if they're going to go to their friends, hey, you know, I've got this going on. Because they will then be looked at in a different light. Right. So right. that right. it was very important. So I'm thrilled with this show that the clients were all on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how brave of them to actually talk about. To put their faces, yeah. To put their faces. I mean, look at Taylor and AJ. I mean. The first, the, the couple the first Taylor couple, yes. and AJ, yeah.
0: who were very comfortable with their sexuality, it seems, and they they do experiment and they they do you know embrace yeah. kink and different things like that. But
2: you know what, for me, perfect.
0: Right, right, right.
2: I I'm like, okay, tell me what you need. Well, you have
0: a lot of conversations like that with your clients, very yes. frank conversations yeah. about like you know what what sort of things do you do in your sex life. Did you know that you had a knack for having those conversations? Like, are you you know, or has that kind of evolved in your as you've gotten close with people who you've designed for?
2: No, I think it just came naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I as people have said to me, I, you know, subtle is not in my vocabulary, <laughs> and really, nor is no. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, I can accept everything, and I think that's one of the things where I love working with people is that they can be open then it makes my job easier. Mm-hmm. But then I also can help people, and that's really a really good reason for this show, is to demystify um, that, you know, talking about sex, talking about sex rooms, you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's Talk about it. Right. It's not dirty disgusting, and but you don't have to go shouting it out down the high street, but mm-hmm. you can talk about it with your partner.
0: Right, and that's what you do. We see you speak with, um, in the first episode, two couples, so we have AJ and Taylor, who are a bit more, like I said, more confident in their, you know, they have a very active sex life. Yes, yes, they do. And so you actually embrace that, but also introduce them to some other things. Yes. the, I believe there's like the, the St. Andrew's Cross. And yes, the flogging like session. That. It was a
2: flogging session. The flogging, sessions, the
0: flogging yes. session, yeah. Yes. Something that we haven't seen on Netflix yet.
2: <laughs> uh, no, I don't think you've seen anything, seen anything quite either show on Netflix Or yet. Or anything on yes. any
0: network like that. Yeah. Um, was that exciting for you to be kind of like a pioneer in not only like an interior design way, you know, bringing in these specific sex type furniture pieces to the room, but also, um, you know, showing a little bit more that we haven't seen on TV?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I love uh, watching shows and I love Netflix shows and I love reality shows, especially when it's to do with interior design. Mm-hmm. But it's almost, uh, you know, it, it, interior design is what it is. Uh, the designers make their choices for the homeowners want different, you know, have their own ideas and stuff like that. But when you're dealing with sex rooms, that's not something we've seen before. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to me that it is okay. I want people to, To have those intimate conversations with each other Mm -hmm. and not be afraid uh, to talk about sex, not be afraid to talk about it with your partner, and not be a bit more adventurous. Right, right, right. Try it. Don't knock it until you've tried it,
0: (laughs) you know? What's um, So if someone wants to design a sex room in their home, what's one of the first things you'd tell them? And I I know the couples had specific designated rooms. um, Yes. So What would you tell someone who's either trying to find a place in their home to create a a place to an intimate place to have sex with their partner or to just uh, reignite the fire with their partner? What's some advice that you would tell them?
2: I would actually say, look, think, plan it out. First of all, don't go in there. And start changing out wallpapers and painting and stuff like. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Do some research. You know, look at magazines of colours that you like. Look at things that bring you happiness. But if you want something more exotic and erotic, mm-hmm. you know, look to those types of colours. Um, and um, what is, is the? Yeah, the sole purpose of the room is sex, but it can also be a fantasy room. So if it's going to be a fantasy room. What kind of fantasy do you want to put in there mm-hmm. what do you want to feel and experience when you step into that into that room what arouses you right and then go from there and always remember the lighting is is key on this
0: lighting yeah because okay. it sets the mood
2: yes it sets an ambiance.
0: i've heard there's like a few different types of lighting too there's like obviously your overhead and then yeah. there's your ambient and mm-hmm. there's it's it's good to have like all dimmers those.
2: i have dimmers all, all the time okay Yeah. And also there are new uh, lights out there that do the color spectrum of the rainbow. Yes. Which is very interesting because that can set you in the mood. Interesting. Yes. And also think about the smells. Mm. Go for those senses as well.
0: Okay. I liked how in, um, what was the second couple? Raj and Ryan. Raj and Ryan. I loved in their room how there was the fireplace. Yes. That was very sweet. And Raj and Ryan were... Um, It seemed trying to rekindle the fire in that way. Um, I mean, they clearly loved each other. Yes. And they clearly did make time for sex. But they, um, it it seemed like they hadn't really experimented as much with, like, you know, toys or feathers or, like, I remember Raj loved the feather when you pulled that out. Um, So how was that working with them and kind of, you know, uh, getting them to greet each other as yeah i think
2: i think their problem was that they uh, you know they're both workaholics mm. they didn't know they didn't know how to switch it off or make time for each other mm-hmm. you know i think in, in this in the episode i think you know i'm asking raj and ryan you know what they would like and ryan is instantly logical okay i want this here mm. i want a screen that drops down here i want sound i love these speakers and so forth where the fuck is the sex in that? Where is this where is the sensuality? Right. You know, and I said to Raj, where where, where is it? I, or Ryan, and he was like, Well, I'm just gonna get to that. We never got and got to that because he couldn't go there.
0: Yeah, he's a planner.
2: He was so boy, it was very interesting. So then when we went to do the dirty talk, it's like, okay, give him something to
0: say that's gonna shock him a little bit. And mm-hmm. that's where the that was, um, so for for those of you who haven't seen it yet, that was when Melanie took Raj and Ryan to a recording studio? Yes, we went to a recording studio, That's yes. really And they, they each had headphones, and yeah. they had microphones. And I blindfolded
2: them so that they could actually put themselves in that moment. Which Raj loved. Yes. She was
0: super into the blindfold. Um, and then you just had them speak, you know, a little bit naughty to each other. Yeah,
2: I got a little bit naughty, and, yeah. you know, uh, I'd love to feel your lips around my c**. Which he just absolutely stopped. Ryan was like, "She just asked me that question. She wants me <laughs> to say that." And it was—it was shock value. It's like, "Come on, I, you can go that far." Uh huh.
0: He was, he was not, he, he, he rephrased the, he rephrased He
2: did, but I'm not quite sure where the irrigation came from when he was talking. <laughs> that just, I howled with laughter. I was like,
0: irrigation. And he, yes. And Raj was like, irrigation. That kind of reminded me of something my husband might say. <laughs> like just a very like technical term. Because my yeah. husband's very logical and technical too. Yeah. Like it
2: was that, like, though. okay, it's not, she's, you know, she's aroused, mm-hmm. you know. It's not irrigation. <laughs>
0: so funny there's are there other moments like that that people can can look forward to just i mean oh
2: yeah oh yes very much so i had a wonderful conversation um with Mike Shaler, who is my uh, on-camera contractor. Yes. And also the contractor who well, you have a
0: very comfortable relationship, it seems. We see him him just playing oh. with all those things and you locking him up in the, in the, in the restraints yeah, and the restraints. on the mattress. Yeah, you guys I, seem to have a lot of fun.
2: We're both Leos, and we have that, you know, again, we, we work so well together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's a great contractor. We had a great set of subcontractors on the show as well. And, uh, you know, it's just the only things we had, he said to me one day, he said, um, uh so you put this on the clitoris and I went, What the the f- clitoris? He went, you know, the clitoris. <laughs> I went, Daddy, it's not clitoris, it's clitoris. Uh, <laughs> so we have this whole back and forth. So he's and learning and, as well. Uh, he is learning as well. Yeah.
0: Yes. How long have you worked with Mike?
2: Uh, just this one season.
0: Okay. So, so it was brand new. <laughs> it was you... brand
2: new. Yes. Yes. Oh, I've wow. never met Mike before. No. And but what we did hit he, it off.
0: What did he think about um, when Netflix or you approached him about doing this type of construction?
2: I think he was all in for it. I think yeah. it's, you know, again, it's what's really interesting. It's, it's not the regular construction. You know, the end product isn't a kitchen or a bathroom or mm-hmm. a bedroom or a laundry room. It's a sex room. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of different, you know, paths you take. There's a lot of different elements that are gonna be put in that room, which I think fi- is more curious because I'll have the subcontractor saying to me, Okay where do you want this? You want a hard point. And I'm like, yes, but it needs to go into a ceiling joist. It needs to have all that backing because it's going to be taking
0: weight. Oh, that's so, yeah. So structure is very important. Structure is
2: very important. Yeah. Okay.
0: So structure. Yeah. So listeners, if you're thinking about planning a sex room, structural, structural integrity is very important. Yeah. Don't
2: try and put a sex swing in a, in the ceiling without putting it in a joist. <laughs> oh, <because> dear. <laughs> it's never going to work.
0: Right, right, yeah, right. it'll
2: fall straight out.
0: I loved the flooring that you did in Taylor and AJ's also. Um, yes. It was epoxy. It was an
2: epoxy resin, yes. Okay. Yeah. Is
0: that kind of like a trend that you're seeing? in, Or do you see it in a lot of the rooms that you design?
2: I, I use it in a lot of the rooms that I design because I like that shimmering effect. I also like that gloss. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it, it doesn't, it has its own pattern. Mm-hmm. So it it does its own movement. And that's what I like about that.
0: Gotcha. And then in terms of trends, but kind of more looking at real estate, because we are Realtor.com, of course. Of course. Um, do you see more folks putting sex rooms in their their homes and then subsequently bragging about them in their listings? Is that I something? wish they
2: bloody well will. <laughs> I, wish they,
0: I wish it's not.
2: Look, I wish it's not so much of a taboo. Mm-hmm. I wish it's not something that I'm gonna say, like I said earlier on, you're gonna tell all your friends about. It you know, some people are gonna judge, but the people that you trust and you love, why not? I, I mean, what's right. wrong with that I do not I d I don't I don't know why.
0: Yeah. Well hopefully your show kind of pushes people in the direction of being like, it's just another amenity.
2: Yeah, I'm pushing their boundaries. That'll help sell the house. (laughs)
0: Well, absolutely,
2: and why not? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's a beautiful design, and so it should be celebrated. And you
2: know what? It's a room and it's a sex room. If you buy the house and you don't like it, take
0: it down. Well, that's the thing too. Like you said, there's it's not you're not putting in kitchens. It's I mean, maybe you are. I don't know. Do you put in a kitchen in, in a sex room at, at this? On I the probably show, would or? be a
2: kitchenette of anything else. It a depends kitchenette. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it would be more of a doctor's office that, <laughs> that would be.
0: Oh, for like uh um, yeah for the medical
2: side. yeah for oh. for the medical side of it of Interesting. like
0: uh, yeah. What are okay? That makes me think. Then what are like the most like requested things in, in rooms that you design? Oh, sex wings. It's so boring really? Why is it boring? Well
2: because it's sex wing and I, I need to work on finding a really beautiful sex wing that I can customize for the client. I did do mm-hmm. one sex wing in the show um, but yeah sex wings it's like okay sex wing okay that'll go. I like to, I, I like people to bring me fantasies and experiences that maybe
0: challenge me because mm-hmm. I always love a challenge. Mm-hmm. So doing like a doctor's office sounds kind of fun <laughs> yes absolutely like Why a not fun role design? play yeah yeah something like that i
2: also was somebody else asked me how you know what would be my next if i had to choose what what kind of what would i like to make a sex room mm-hmm. another sex room and i said hey, a double-decker bus oh, a london double-decker bus wouldn't wow, that be cool
0: that would be really cool english
2: double-decker bus yeah stripper poles yeah you know
0: I, oh, that would be so fun. Like that mobile, would be s- mobile Sex Room season 2. Mobile
2: well, season 2, but we did have the uh sprinter van in in the first season.
0: Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, I we did. Gotten sprint- there yet. We
2: did a sprinter van, yeah. That's cool. So yeah. what do
0: they do they just park it at their place or do they take it on No,
2: they they actually tour around the country. Oh my god. They go around the country, yeah. Wow. I know it was very exciting
0: I can't wait for people to see this
2: I can't I just um, look I'm sure there's going to be people that are like oh I don't like this but I I'm hoping that it swings the other way and that it uh, people embrace it and they learn a little bit from it
0: oh sure I think they will and I was telling you before like it makes sense why you have a show because you are very magnetic and I I know people are going to be drawn to you
2: I know, it was it was one of the things that the, the producer said that it's like, Oh my God, she's pulled it out again. That you know, it's like miracle, you know, I don't know what she does and I'm like, Oh
0: I'm, <laughs> just, like, me. I'm just yeah. I'm just me. That's that's it, you know. That's awesome. All right. Well, Melanie, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, you're very welcome. We really appreciate it. And uh, what can you tell us about when the show launches? Do we have an official launch date? We
2: do, yes. Okay. Um, the official launch date uh, worldwide is July 8th.
0: Awesome. Yes. Well, I wish you all the best. Thank and, you very much. Uh, I can't wait for people to see the show.
2: Okay. Thank you so much indeed for having me. Thanks, Melanie. Okay. You're welcome. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that
1: may be. about... Now it's time for our recap of Battle on the Beach. This was week five. We are coming down to the wire. The final week is already upon us next week. It's the finale. I can't
0: believe. Yeah. It's kind of like, I feel like this has been happening. Like we've been recapping this forever, but also not. Wow. It's almost over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, this week was
1: guest rooms. So we got to, to see how the teams would, you know, maybe... Do things a little differently than they had in the the primary bedroom. I thought that was. I sort think of interesting. the teams
0: really challenged themselves this week to, to step outside of their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. I know that that phrase was used a lot. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> I,
1: take, I wanted to take a shot every time I heard it. Some of it
0: worked, and some of it, a lot, did not didn't. <laughs> like I Rachel, had, you... I had thoughts. Yeah, you said you had thoughts. Um, What stood out the most to
1: you about this episode? I would say that each team had something that I thought was a horrible decision. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I was sort of surprised by that. Like, I wasn't terribly impressed by any of these faces, I gotta say. I wasn't either. I was kind of like, I think the teams are
0: maybe pooped.
1: (laughs) A little (laughs) bit. And almost just getting weird for the sake of... Of it and not, Mm -hmm. still not thinking about the the point of the competition, which is to add value. I think some, like, okay, so we can look at, like, Corey and Page
0: for example. In theirs, they decided to build a, quote, unquote, adult bunk
1: bed. Which, by Um, the way, we have an article about that just came out last week about this new trend of adult bunk beds. And we can link to it in the show notes. I just thought that was really interesting that they were playing into this very new trend of having... Adult bunks and it you know. basically
0: yeah like a queen bed on top of a queen bed yeah um, I like it in
1: theory especially in a vacation home where you know the idea is to have beds and heads
0: and that was their thought was like value heads and beds like let's you know let's instead of doing a traditional trundle let's do you know we don't want to push the bed against the wall to do a trundle so mm-hmm. let's try to do a bunk bed let's have Corey build something. Um, but, but the judges execution. hated it.
1: They yeah, hated it. I I just don't think it was executed that great. Like the, the maybe the ceilings were too low or something, but it did look claustrophobic. It was and bulky. I yeah, think it,
0: I think that's that's the challenge in and of, of an adult bunk bed is how do you make something that's for adult a piece of furniture for adults that's stacked on top of each other not look bulky. Yeah, and that was. That was their biggest it, that was their biggest issue. They
1: were working with a, I think a fairly small space. We didn't get the dimensions of the room, but it looked tight. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it it was just it was a lot. And then that combined with the color, which Allison, for once, just I think really sent them in the wrong direction <laughs> on this. They were gonna do a green accent wall, and then Allison said, no, go big, go bold. Go if you're all gonna, in. yeah, go all in. Paint all the walls green. And I don't, I didn't necessarily have a problem with that concept, but the green they chose was it was a hideous. Wrong, it was the wrong
0: shade of green. I wrote, hate the green color. And I they love did. green, and you do too. But this Me was, too. this was it wrong. Was, it was not olive. It was not light green. It was like literally grass it was like kelly green like saint patrick's day green and it was and then the finish which the judge sarah pointed out too was kind of shiny as opposed to more of a matte like if it was matte maybe it would have been better did you also note that the texture texture on the wall yeah yeah, the texture the wall texture is that like kind of older
1: uh, pebbly like i don't don't know what what that's called yeah it's just it was all wrong it it's long, like what you have in your first apartment kind of
0: I wouldn't be surprised if it was maybe a function of um like you know how when we talked to the producers and they said oh or no, we talked to the contestants in the past and they're like, Oh, we wanted to do this, but like they didn't have it in stock or we have right, like time. A, I was or wondering like we sent chain the issues. production out and they got us the wrong one. Right. So that's what we we had to use. Like maybe it was just a function of this is not truly the color that they would pick.
1: Yeah, they didn't. It's not like they ever seemed excited about it. And they're like, ooh, no. yeah, I'm going to love this. So I did wonder the same thing if maybe, and they, they obviously can't show yeah, disappointment if it was a screw up on the side of, of production. But anyway, right. it, was, it was not working. Um, the bathroom turned out nice. I loved mm-hmm. the point. I love, oh, so there's a part where they're talking about The shower and they removed the bathtub and they were going to just do a single shower and do a rain shower head. And Allison says, that is a massive, massive no, no. Um, You always have to have a regular shower head. And she pointed out, especially for guests, she said, if I was the adult sleeping over and my only option to take a shower was a rain head, I couldn't take a shower because I don't wash my hair every day. And a lot of Mm -hmm. women don't. And I identified with this. I hate rain yeah. shower heads. No, I
0: agree. Like you need a handheld or you need a, a head that points diagonally at you. Um
1: Yeah, if you don't want to otherwise wear a shower cap like my mom. Yeah, <laughs> which I uh, I've done it. Sarah and and Brian seemed really meh on their final on their overall design. Bathroom and um, then just absolutely seemed to hate their green bedroom.
0: Yeah. One one feature that they were also not afraid to let their opinions uh, just run wild about was um, the feature wall in Jacqueline and Wally's bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Jacqueline, uh, I said, Jacqueline doesn't understand how to add value. She's trying to make a feature wall with extra cabinet doors.
1: Yeah, so they took the... They've had these kitchen cabinets from the first week that they got rid of, and they've held on to them for, I don't know why. Not quite Just sure they why. They might be able
0: to do something super creative like that. Yeah.
1: And so Jacqueline thought, this is my time. Like, we're going to step up and, and really uh, make the kitchen cabinet shine in a guest bedroom. And I actually, originally, I thought this was Ty pushing for this idea, and then, mm. because, you know, he's wacky. He likes to try new things. But even when... And Ty- he's
0: artistic, yeah, too. Yeah, he's, he's creative. And yeah.
1: Ty was the one who was like, I don't... Like, <laughs> that seems
0: strange. Because she, she had this plan to organize them in a geometric pattern. Have it be like a feature wall behind the bed. And Ty's like, it's not going to add value. It it might get points for creativity, but...
1: <laughs> because this was all. This would look a little more crafty
0: <laughs> crafty is never a word you want to hear when you're like designing. talking about
1: interior design yeah it's was just <laughs> Maybe another for, like a craft room but yeah exactly or a kids room um mm-hmm. this was just another example of them going butting heads on their their designs but ultimately Jacqueline was like I'm determined this is what I want to do and spent a lot of she time on it stopped. and the judges Hated it. Sarah they burst out laughing. Pooped all over it. Yeah. Yeah. She walked through the door and she was laughing. <laughs> she laughed. She knew immediately what they were. She said, these are the kitchen cabinets. Why? Why? And she goes, why did you choose to do this? Uh, <laughs> Ty tried to defend it. You, you know, as a good mentor, he tried to defend it. And she said, well, it's different. I'll give you that. Brian later called it horrible. Like they they were not mincing words on this. Mm-mm.
0: I mean, because it's, it's, I think it's just because it's so obvious that they're kitchen cabinets. Like, it doesn't look like you took plywood and made, like, a gym. Like, they're, they are kitchen cabinets that you staple gunned onto a wall. And then they're, they didn't have, um, what's it called? Um, they, they were, the wall was just plywood.
1: Yeah. And rough plywood at that. Like, it had cracks in it. And Brian, yeah. Brian, the you know, the carpenter woodworking guy definitely pointed that out.
0: It was weird. It um, was the,
1: co- the color was fine though. The color, the color was, was nice. Good. I kind um, of, it, it was the, it was sort of like a gray green that frankly, Page and Corey should have used in their bedroom. Yeah.
0: Like that trendy gray green. Yeah. Um, they had window treatments, which shockingly not all the teams. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get to that. In their bedroom. That. Yeah. <laughs> that looked nice. Um, And then their bathroom was my favorite bathroom. Their bathroom was
1: a great job. Incredible. Loved their bathroom. I was shocked.
0: I was like, and this was a time too, because, um, Ty was like, do a walk in shower. Don't do a tub. You don't need a tub. It's a guest bath. Just do a walk in. It'll be beautiful. And Wally and Jacqueline defied Ty again. They're
1: like, I think we're gonna put in the tub tie, and it saved them money. It was like a third of the cost, and then they were pointing out that the functionality is better, especially if you have kids or a grandma, like people who need baths. Which I, I actually do agree with. Like, I agree. I think Ty was wrong here. That the and and um, the judges agreed. I have to wonder, like, if
0: people, if this, if Jack, I like are Wally and Jacqueline just like secret geniuses (laughs) because they have been pretty like defiant against Ty for the whole competition, like really pushing back on a lot of his ideas. And I feel like most of the time it's been, they've been right. Cause I feel like everyone just agrees with Ty. Like whenever a team, works with
1: Ty or people work with, they're like, yes, Ty Pennington. He's also so hyperbolic. Mm -hmm. Like he had these quotes when they were talking about taking the bathtub out. And he said, it's like the ideas I had of that beautiful shower are being sucked and drained right out of the bathroom. That sound, that is my heart sinking and being sucked into a tube. (laughs) Like, and Jacqueline goes, he is so dramatic about it, but either way, I think it's going to look great. It's going to be fine. And then Ty's like, "Yeah, I think this could be good."
0: <laughs> so I'm almost like
1: good on them.
0: Like bravo to you guys for like seeing, keeping your eye on the prize, and seeing through Ty's like <laughs> like dramaticness, drama, <laughs> and um, very hyperbolic. I don't know. Um, they won, by the way, (laughs) team Jacqueline and Wally won this, this week. Yeah.
1: And I do think it was because of their bathroom.
0: It was. And also like, yes, the headboard wall was weird, but like that's cosmetic. You can take it down, you can repaint it, you can, you know, hopefully put up a different type of wall behind it. Like it was, it was an easy fix. The rest of the space looked great.
1: Right. I didn't love that the bedroom was a little bit smaller because of the three feet that they'd taken out earlier mm. in the competition, yeah. uh, but it did add extra space to their bathroom. So that was yeah. good.
0: I think space in the bathroom is good, especially in a, in a beach house. Like you're just going in the bedroom to
1: sleep. True. Plus you're on the beach, this bathroom you're hanging out with folks was the main bathroom for like the whole house. Mm. So yes, that seemed important that it be as spacious and luxurious as possible. Which I would say was not it the was. case with Roosevelt and Brandon's. No. Did you see? Are the sinks getting tinier? How yeah. small can a sink be? <laughs>
0: well, with their powder room.
1: Uh, yes, or just in the powder or room. the
0: sink in the guest bath because they had their guest bathroom and then it was they were the only ones that did an ensuite, so it actually connected to the the bedroom. They could lock it off, but then Sarah and Brian are like, "Wait, but if this is the only bathroom in the house that people that everyone can have access to and it's locked off because someone's using it, there's no bathroom, and they're like, "Wait, we built a powder room um and the powder room was nice. it was truly again a teeny tiny <laughs> teeniest, tiniest sink ever yeah. um but. Yeah, there were just a lot of like finishing issues with their bathroom. Like there was PVC pipe that was exposed bathroom, right? in the guest bath. Yeah, in the guest bathroom. Um, it was one of those sinks where you could see everything underneath it. I hate and those. I think for I actually had one of those growing up um, in my childhood bathroom, and I ac- I did have to have an extra like little unit for storage. Yeah. So I think in. In the, at the end of the day, having a sink that does have built-in storage is the most efficient, and it's probably going to add the most value, especially if the bathroom is already small to begin with. Um, so the sink choice is probably not the best
1: between that and their their tub that looked it was like a fi- it looked like a fiberglass tub. I don't know. It looked super cheap. Yeah, their whole bathroom probably, concept looked it very was. cheap. <laughs>
0: I did like their bathroom
1: or their, their bedroom though. Um
0: I thought it had great design. I didn't mind the the quarter ship or the
1: half ship lap wall like the No. Um it was overall kind of had more of a masculine feel, which is fine. They're they're men and I think their whole design in the house so far has been a little bit more masculine.
0: Masculine, French, romantic,
1: <laughs> industrial. <laughs> is- French modern industrial masculine.
0: Yes, that's
1: what we're working with now. The one choice that I just was, well, so the bathroom I was not a fan of, and then there was no window treatment. And you could see directly out that window to the neighbor's houses. That was a big window. (laughs) like Not even a shade.
0: Um, So just, you know, oversights like that. Brandon and Roosevelt did not end up winning, so... The tally right now is Jacqueline and Wally two, Mm -hmm. Corey and Paige two, Mm -hmm. and Roosevelt and Brandon one. Mm -hmm. And so we're heading into the final week, which it looks like they get to fix any mistakes that they have, kind of polish things up. It looks like Corey and Paige have chosen to tile over the green. (laughs) Did you see that in the the previous. Yeah, it showed them like putting up tile over like a green wall. So I was like, okay. well, "That's an interesting choice." Tile in the bedroom. Hmm. I have no idea who's gonna win. Do you have a pick?
1: <laughs> uh, my guess would be Paige and Corey. Uh huh. Even though they haven't won any of the bedrooms and they're beating themselves up about that, they did win the kitchen and the living area. You know, those, those are the the money makers. Mm-hmm. Um, and bathrooms too Jacqueline's like
0: we want a bathroom <laughs> I'm. <think laughs> they won both they won both bedrooms didn't they
1: Jacqueline and Wally yeah yeah mm-hmm. so, and then Roosevelt and Brandon won the kid the kids room they could be the sleepers though we've seen it done could be my money is my money is on Paige and Corey
0: who knows um, but we will be back next week to recap the finale mm-hmm. to tell you who won And if you are enjoying Battle on the Beach, uh, let us know, podcast at realtor.com.
1: Yeah, would love to hear your thoughts on it. And that's it for House
0: Party. Thank you for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe to our podcast. And if you have a few extra moments, uh, write a review and leave us a five-star rating thank you so much to our guest melanie rose i had such a great time speaking with her and i hope you guys all watch how to build a sex room on netflix it's a fun one we'll link in your show notes um any of the stories that we talked about so you can so you can take a look i we just posted um our Q, a QA kind of like snippets from my interview with Melanie so if you want to like actually read it and see some photos from the show you can go to realtor.com slash
1: news we'll also link it in your show notes and if you want to get in touch please email us at podcast at realtor.com we are checking the inbox and we would love to hear comments either about battle on the beach tell us your thoughts about the new sex room show or just uh, what you're what you're hearing in the news and maybe we'll read your comments on air Find us on social. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And our handle is at HousePartyPod on all three. Thanks again. And we will catch you later. Bye. Adios.